So, so I'm, I'm actually curious the dropout rate. It sounds about like, you know, like business school for everybody dropping out. What, why do you think people like drop out? Pressure. Pressure? They want results, they want them now. Instagram. Yeah. Everyone wants to be Beyonce on day one. Yeah. Nobody wants to go to the Kelly or the Michelle. Uh-huh. Just want to jump to the top. Listen, to him. He, he, he works every <laughs> night. I mean, it's not how it works. It's like, not easy. forget to understand. No. Nobody is a perfect artist on right. day one. No matter one. how good you are, no, no one's going to see it again. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to put in that work. You got to You're listening to On The Go Voice Podcast. The best generational podcast you'll ever tune into. Listen to the voices of this generation where we seek to identify values, stimulate discussions, and vocalize the community. Alright guys, you're listening to On The Go Voice Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Sabiaga, and I have my host, Samara. Yep, you already know. And we are doing essentially our first episode for the season. And um, I haven't actually posted the other introduction we had for the series. However, uh, this is part of the Express Creativity where we bring on creatives, creators, people who we want to bring out and also interview and discuss ideas when it comes down to creation, artwork, you know, whether musicians, stylists, um, dancers, any type of thing where we can just have that discussion when it comes down to, um, you know, the artwork and everything. So with that being said, um, when it comes down to the actual creative side, um, we decided to bring uh, one of a salon, salon owner of Simplicity, Beauty, and More, and a, a stylist as well, um, which we will dive about and, you know, kind of interview. But with that being said, um, welcome in, guys. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, so the really cool thing is um, we were actually doing, or they invited me over, they connected me over through social media and said, hey, I want you to come work with us. To be honest, I wasn't completely aware of what I was going <laughs> to do, but I decided, hey, you know what? I'm all up for ideas anyways. I didn't get to meet Nisha at the time. I met uh, Kay, who's recording over here on the side. But um, on top of that, I'm very, very excited to have these creative people on the same room together to talk about all these ideas. So with that being said, I want you guys to introduce yourself to start off. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what about you, Rosa? And I'm Rosa. I'm a stylist. I'm a beauty. I'm a makeup artist. Yes. That is awesome. Love He that. actually does a lot of Yeah, makeup. I do makeup as well. So uh-huh. we're going to have a fun conversation yeah. here uh-huh. today. <laughs> so that's, that's why I was like, kind of excited about this uh, conversation together. Put you guys together. I'm, I'm more so creative on like the talking side. Is it is that a little too far? It's okay. I'll turn Okay. <laughs> um, okay. We'll only take a break. We'll fix it. But uh, with that being said, uh, simplicity, beauty, and more. Um, when did you start this, uh, Nisha? Uh, been in business for about eight years. So opened up eight years ago. Eight years ago. Okay. Cool. Um, what got you started to? Uh, what made you decide to say, hey, you know, I'm gonna be a boss lady and start my own <laughs> salon? Oh yeah. I didn't have that <clears throat> ideal per se. <clears throat> but uh, being a stylist. Right. And being African American, uh, eight years ago there was not a lot of African Americans in Korea. Okay. So 
Okay. So I worked at uh, variegation salons to where I was the only African American mm-hmm. salon doing African American hair. Right. And having clients, clients come in were doing things that are a little bit different from the other stylists. And a lot of times, right. my clients or myself wasn't really embraced by the community that could come and get serviced by the other stylists there. Right. So um, there was always an awkwardness in the establishment. And so um, get tired of feeling uncomfortable, trying to make other people feel comfortable around you yeah. and the services that you provide. Totally. So it was kind of like, you know, I want to be in my own space and not oh. have where I'm having to. So that was the idea of that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And actually I want to bring in a couple more people and have a multicultural hair studio interesting and that yes. way yes. we can see how we work together we collab together mm-hmm. and it can just come and it feels like home okay that's interesting I like that you're bringing a diverse culture together I kind of had that feel when I stepped into the salon uh, and that Camarillo but uh, it was a totally spontaneous event I see that there was like a different amount of creativity um, I've been at a salon before, but it wasn't, it didn't seem very cultural and very ethnic in such a way. So I did kind of feel that, which is pretty cool. And um, Rosa, how did you become, like, tell your story, getting involved with being a stylist and makeup artist? Always how it starts. Exactly. <laughs> always how it starts. Over and over, and I would always do it over again. And um, so when I graduated high school, I wanted to go straight to going to, to a makeup academy. Mm-hmm. My mom didn't let me, and she ended up making me go to college, and that obviously didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So I ended up going to Blue Ross and Ventura. Nice. And I saw the makeup class, and it didn't have anything to offer me. At the time, I was already doing freelance for weddings and using it up and stuff, and I was hip styling hair. Right. And but that's it. I wasn't doing much other than that. But they said if you can do that, I might as well take the cosmetology course and see if you like it, and it gives you an actual license <laughs> that has credibility behind it, rather than a certificate from a makeup class that doesn't give you any sort of certification other than the paper that you took the class. Yeah. Right. How long have you been doing it? Uh, I've been licensed for almost two years. Two years? Yeah. Wow. And getting that license is a process, y'all. That's for those of you that do just not know. Yeah. Before that, so uh-huh. It's been a long way here, but it's been a beautiful journey. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, thank you. happy to have her on board. Awesome. <laughs> How long have you been working together? Um, I've been there like three months. Yeah. Three months? Wow. Yeah. Pretty cool. How do you like it so far? I love it. She's amazing. Ah. Especially, a soul sister. Is she, she kind of like your mentor? Yes, absolutely. Love it, love it. Cool, man. So, um, I I wanted to bring up the salon uh, business itself as a simplicity, beauty, and more. Sure. We we were kind of curious, like, what did that stand for? Or how did you get the the name of that? Nothing in life should be complicated. Mm-hmm. You know, I was going to ask you about that, especially about you kind of bringing up of what kind of 
how you kind of were not forced to kind of create your own environment, but you basically had no other opportunity, like for you to be comfortably to just be your own creative self and be your own artist when it comes to hair, you had to create a space that allowed you to do that. So once you said the story, it definitely like kind of connected the dots in my head about like simplicity be like, it really is simple. Everyone wants to just go and feel comfortable, feel at home and get their hair done, get their makeup done, just feel beautiful in a beautiful environment where everyone is just giving off that positive energy. Literally. Yeah, I love that. improvise but uh that's that's cool thanks for sharing that you guys stories is uh great especially with simplicity simplicity beauty and making it simple because i would agree i mean i'm sure for some women who are looking for that beauty within themselves or to emphasize when it comes down to you know highlighting the beauty parts of them they might not know where to start right like having that title kind of allows people to just be really open when it comes down to it you know um but uh, other than that um with your business, what would you say that makes you guys stand out? Our diversity. Diversity? Okay. Diversity. We're actually in a really, really good location in Camarillo. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been in business for a really long time, five right. years successfully. And we have a good reputation. Okay. Cool, cool. Awesome. What kind of uh, work do you guys do right now? that guys any, any nail techs out there <laughs> anybody anybody <laughs> follow us at uh, simplicity 805 if you're interested we would love to have you aboard um also you want to talk a little bit about the makeup and yeah talk about let's talk about the work that that's involved you know as for per series you know i i wanted a lot of people to kind of just like obviously we're going to dive in into what it takes to run the salon but also on the other side like what kind of work that you guys do like i i me as a male like the most creative thing i have right here is probably my hair <laughs> or maybe the podcast okay that's that's something else but on the other aspect like the colors you know the the simplicity the the types of work what what you guys look at you know what do you guys look for when you guys are you know working with a client so we look to try to make everything simple as it can be I, I have to point out, I like that you said 
you are trying to get that place for people to be comfortable to talk about exactly what they want because like sometimes when I was doing my hair I had no idea what to say I'm just like I want this color you know but having that space for clients to feel like yo like you know I can really build a relationship with you guys and actually get to I think that's very important in any like clientele business like for, to be able to have that relationships where they can you know get to know you you're not just doing the work but you're making it personal so that you care about them far more beyond and thus making it simple you know so that's really cool right um, but so thanks for sharing some of the work um, behind us Nisha you're very busy like I feel like you're very inaccessible <laughs> which I'm really curious about like what do you do behind the scenes like what 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 what's what kind of work you know does it take okay let's let's talk about that like have you always been kind of like business minded or I've been told Okay. It, it comes naturally. Uh-huh. And I was actually talking to Kay in the lobby, and um, I don't think anyone understands how busy we truly are. I'm curious. Like, like can, can we, like, put it so, into words? Or how does that work? I'm trying look? to describe a, a simple day. It's, it's, it's hard when you're behind the chair and you kind of balance mm-hmm. um, behind the scenes things as well as uh, interfacing with clients, um, dealing with uh, phone calls, Okay. I mean, you're pulled in every single direction. Every single string. Okay. And being a stylist, I feel like you also take on the load of your clients' lives. Uh-huh. They're oh. running late for this, uh-huh. and then they come and bring you all this baggage from their day. Oh my god. And the, and the, the next client's early and is in a rush. You know, it's, <laughs> you, you, you're, you're taking on a bunch of emotions from everybody, and you, you're spread so thin because you want to make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. And that's just that's just your work day. Yeah. For, for you, you look up, we're there for 12 hours, and it doesn't feel like it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I could imagine just structuring that, and then on top of that, there's a lot of, like, emotional mess you kind of have to, like, work with. Yes. Like, how do you do it? It and, comes from men and women, just uh-huh. the community. I mean, life is hard. Without a doubt. Um, living in California, it's very demanding mm-hmm. for a high stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when people come in, our goal is to try to get a lot of the clients just to kind of relax. Mm-hmm. And, Right, right, right. We really, really want to care about what we're doing and uh, make sure the clients are coming. Long-term goals. Yes. And, and what I was going to say, too, like, that's important for them to come back to you and say, hey, I want you to do my work. And now I have a friend that I think you guys should do as well. So yeah. that is key to building relationships, yeah. you know. Our number one referral has been word of mouth. Uh-huh. And the goal of staying busy and, and successfully is mm-hmm. client attention. We have a high client attention. Awesome. 4.9 rating and wow. on uh, Look at that. all the platforms. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Awesome. I'm gonna have to get we my hair. I'm gonna have to get my hair done there too, just so I know. Because uh, I'm looking at maybe winter or maybe silver kind of hair. So been there, I, I, I I've been there before, but I see that. I, I yeah I had it before. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm always like very I don't know. 
I just like to play things around and see how it looks. <laughs> As you can see with this creation, this is, like, oh, this is all freaking crazy. But uh, with that being said, what would you say as a salon owner would be the hardest to like you had to overcome? The most difficult task I've probably had to overcome with owning an establishment is finding loyal stylists. Loyal stylist. Loyal stylist. Okay. I don't think that people truly know what it means to be a successful stylist. Mm-hmm. Because you're like Rosa had mentioned earlier, doing everything from A to Z. Right. It's a lot right. of work. You're pulled in lots of different directions and a lot of times. People are not built for the pressure. Oh, that, is that why people end up leaving and just not committing through? And you probably have a lot of, uh, what's that word? Drop, dropouts? Or? Turnover. 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 That's the word. <laughs> or, thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, well, well I feel like you would be that, that turnover down, uh-huh. but it's kind of like a, Rosa can talk a little bit more about a, her um, beauty school experience and retention with her her cohorts at beauty school and how many people she started off with. Uh-huh. People that she graduated, how many people today are actually doing work in the field? I think maybe two or three are actually uh-huh. in the field today, and I went to school with maybe fifty or sixty girls. Oh wow! Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy how many stylists and artists really fail to commit to their craft. It's like the you're... mindset she was talking about. Yeah. If you don't have that, along with the drive to do the hard work, because yeah. it's not easy, no. then it's not going to work out. Yeah, it really is a process to become successful at what you do and to maintain that success and keep growing and becoming better. Physical stress, you're standing long hours a day. <laughs> Absolutely. Mental, you're having to think in different, many directions, mm-hmm. within seconds of each other. Um, just being being considerate of your clients. At the same time, you're having to take care of you. Right. Um, often, you don't get a break. <laughs> you work for hours. And Especially when it comes down to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we work through our lunch breaks that we schedule for ourselves. So, so I'm, I'm actually curious the dropout rate. Sounds about like, you know, like business school for everybody is dropping out. What, why do you think people like drop out? Pressure. Pressure? They want hmm. results, they want them now. Instant gratification. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah. Everyone wants to be Beyonce on day one. Yeah. Nobody wants to go to the Kelly or the Michelle. Uh-huh. Just want to jump to the top. Listen to him. He, he, he works every <laughs> night. I mean, it's not how it works. It's like, people forget easy. to understand. No. Nobody is a perfect artist on right. day one. No matter one. how good you are, no, one, no one's going to see it yet. For sure, that's something that most people don't consider. I mean, I imagine any types of industry that I've kind of get involved in, you know, that you have to have that long-term mentality. You can't just be like, yo, I'm going to do this because it looks freaking cool. But it's something that you have to commit with and say, hey, do I see myself doing this for a very long time where I can actually serve the community, right? right. Oh, yeah, I definitely feel like it becomes trendy too sometimes. Yeah, totally. I could see a lot of like people who go into it, but like they just I, I look at them like, 
high school friends, you know, where'd they go? They just kind of disappeared from social media. I thought you were marketing yourself, you know? I'm all for you. But um, with that being said, I mean, you know, for the business idea, you you had an idea of a network. I know Kay kind of told me a little about it, where you were trying to network with other business owners that were in your industry, but like it wasn't kind of, you know, it was kind of hard to get those type of people, right? Correct. So then you transitioned into a more regular traffic where you're trying to get regular business owners, hence how you found me. Let's talk about like some of those ideas. Like, like is that something that you just recently came up with, or like? Not at all. Mm-hmm. Done um, network events since, since I've opened. Right. And uh, been very successful. I've mm-hmm. been poked by other business owners. Niche, we can do another event. I uh-huh. don't know. I'll make sure I come out and help. And I got some people that want to kind of hop on board. We don't support each other. Can we talk about that? Let's talk about supporting each other. We don't support each other. That's what I'm saying. This is why I'm doing this podcast. Because I think there isn't enough people supporting each other. You know? And everybody just wants to look the part. And, you know, they don't see themselves being part of this community. Where ultimately, you're not going to last if you're a community. Like, nobody likes you. Yeah, exactly. I come from nothing. I come from poverty. Homeless. Growing up homeless twice. Wow. Yeah. I come from nothing. I grew up on the south side of Right. In every project in Ventura County. Yeah. And I want to make something of myself. Mm-hmm. And, and once you become successful, you never forget where you came from. And you always want to help other people. Right, right. Um, At least that's how it should be. It should be. It should be. That's how it it's should just, be. It's a part of my personality. Yeah. I have a healthy, nurturing soul. Yeah, but it's something you take with you and then people gravitate towards you, right? Yeah. And, and it gets me excited because sometimes. Some, sometimes. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Some people will probably try to step on you and be like, yo, yeah. let me take your credit real quick. And I've had those people kind of like, you know, go my direction. But like, I'm so focused on what is actually where I'm going that sometimes I just kind of like, oh, hey, that's cute. And keep tune going out, this way. Tune out that background. Yeah, yeah exactly. You just focus on the people that, that's actually there for you that are grateful, you know? Uh-huh. So now that you guys are partnered up together, you know what? What are what are the things you guys are looking to create within you know the um, salon and here with Simplicity Beauty and more? Like as a sense of community, or what are you guys looking forward for for twenty, especially with twenty twenty coming? Building and working with more like minded individuals. Uh-huh. Okay, I love it. Yeah, it's definitely the helping each other part. That's mm-hmm. like the rarity. Because everyone wants to, you know, do it, do it, do it. But realistically, nobody can do anything. You know? Yes, yeah. like, yes. It's not going to happen. No, the reason that those YouTubers make millions of dollars is because they have billions of fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and behind that work, I think that they did, they committed to, you know, they made it their craft. You know? And um, that's that's something that like I want to project into people to kind of like see that perspective instead of trying to take the shortcut out just because society said this looks cool. Right. You Nothing know? worth it is ever easy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. We're gonna take a quick little break because um, I know that camera angles are kind of weird right now. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome back. Took a little break. Some little uh, technical difficulties I had to fix with, but we are back on the road. What were we talking about? You guys were talking about something interesting. SEO, support each other. Yes. Oh, that's right. Support, but support, support. On the break, you guys, I overheard you guys talking about something with your brand as well. And um, uh, I remember you mentioned something, your 
about getting verified? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's a process to become successful. It really is. And uh, I mean, I think that's where a lot of the, su- the support thing that we were talking about, too, is like, it's so hard to find genuine support in your actual community. Like, I just find that so crazy. It's the people that don't know you, never met you, that support you more than they will show yes, you love. That's to what the I heard. End. That is what I heard. It's, it's so funny because like um even then, like, even though I communicate exactly what I want with my family and friends, you know, but there there still will be people who don't really recognize you for, you know, what you wanna be. But instead you meet someone like you guys, like, dude, they want you to freaking grow and, and thrive and be successful. Like, how come we can't teach this types of values for people? You know, just to be you know, collective. I really think it's just a matter of people pick and choose. Like, they pick and choose who they want to support, and they will support somebody who already has five million followers who will never pay them any attention instead mm-hmm. of a genuinely hardworking creative person in our community who works right. their butt off every day for hours and can't get one repost, can't get oh, one like, can't get one comment, but they'll scroll right past uh-huh. it. That's what I, I'm saying. Yeah, I don't get it. So, and the cool thing about with Ventura County, for, for me, I feel like it's becoming a little bit... There is a sense of like competition when it comes down to it. However, maybe because I'm being around these the right people, I'm seeing a little bit more support with each other. Is it just me or maybe just like within the town? Or this just... I, I firmly believe there's enough work out there for everybody mm-hmm. and no one needs to be your competition at all. Right. I feel like the only competition genuinely should be yourself. yourself. Yeah. Like you oh, should be challenging you. yourself <laughs> to be better. And, and uh, this whole creativity series is part of one of the reasons why I thought about that too. It's because I feel like each of us are unique in our own way. You know, to the point where someone's gonna like you eventually right, <laughs> for right. what you put out. For like something. Even though uh, ten of your friends don't like what you do, but then there's that one person, you know, that sees your craft and like, yo, that's that's pretty dope. And then if you just keep leaning towards that, you'll find someone and eventually you create your own community. Because everybody's unique in all way. We're not like the same. Like if we were. Uh-huh. Exactly. Exactly. And if anything, yeah, we should see more of people of what is possible for them versus just seeing them for what they are. And it's hard to get that because we deal with our own problems. Right. You know, which is totally fine. I forgive you guys. You know, (laughs) probably talking shit talkers. But other than that, (laughs) yes, um, we forgive you. Yes, we do. We do. Yeah, I know I already asked you guys, like, what kind of work you guys are looking to bring more people in for 2020, but, like, what personal goals? I know. Uh, something I've been thinking about recently is that I feel like all of our, like, goals and manifestations, everything that we attract has been correlated to something that we did in the past. Like, as a child, yeah. something that we like. Maybe for me, it was because I like building relationships and helping people and also being creative but in you know some part in you guys there was like you said crayons right like it started off from that um with that being said like some of the goals right now that you guys are aspiring to create you know what what does that look like to you guys you know i'm, I'm just curious as stylist you know what goes to you guys mind outside of your work i have a, a family mm-hmm. so it's trying to balance work and family life right um just basically trying to be an example for my kids, mm. friends, and family. I try to honestly just take it a day at a time, right? And not put too much on myself. Mm-hmm. I tend to 
have realistic goals, but sometimes um, any step towards that direction in your goals right. is the right direction. I'm working on a few things right now. Okay. I don't want to talk about it okay. until I complete it. I was going to say, like, it be, okay, I love that. Something that's something that's also been correlated with me is like, okay, I won't talk about my goal. I'll rather just do it. I'm going to show you. I'll show you how to do it. <laughs> Bet. Okay, cool. What about you, Rosa? I mean, how's that looking for you? working with brands that's also what they look for more is they want somebody who can show other people how to do it yeah. so i i really like that and i really appreciate that because you girl you probably one of them people that taught me how to do my makeup <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's pretty cool though that you doing a, a makeup class you guys yeah. are doing a makeup yeah. class it's so cool because you know a lot of people need a little bit of a push and help you know from people like that and as you mentioned i think there's a lot more um i, I would say there's a lot more help that's being asked for because like you know the the social media world is so big now now we know what's possible right so there's a lot of like like you said there's a lot of work to be done right you know, just have a lot of families that um, uh-huh. in the Troy County area adoption it's actually mm-hmm. a, a real thing which is good there's a lot of kids out there that deserve second chance yeah. mm-hmm. we have a lot of uh, families that are adopting kids of different nationalities mm. so some of the parents moms and dads Oh, I will definitely tell my mom because that's something that I will say my mom kind of struggles with. My little sister is half black, half Mexican, and my I know how to work with my sister's hair, but my mom, girl, (laughs) if I'm not there, I don't want my sister going nowhere. Yes, and my mom has been looking for somewhere like to be able to take her and feel like not the odd one out because when she has tried to take her to other salons they all kind of look at her like girl whose kid is that what are you doing they don't teach like you how to work on ethnic hair in, in school they don't mm. teach you much other than how to get your license you yeah. know so if you're not working on it and furthering your education yourself or putting even time to ask questions about it you're a lot of stylists out there don't know and, and just end up causing more damage than Good. Yeah. You've been doing sure. a lot of correcting that. Uh-huh. Rosa is fearless, though. She's amazing. Oh, she I could see her. She loves a good challenge. <laughs> she does. She does hair weaves. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. For uh, African American hair. Oh, she does. Um, so cool. And that's like, you, you might not know. That takes a lot of work. Yeah. It takes oh, a lot to learn. Yeah, tell me. Like, please. Other stylists run from it. I mean, uh-huh. African American hair takes hours to accomplish and she has that patience mm. and dedications and she uh wow. I have a poker face you won't see it but I'm freaking <laughs> out <laughs> it's crazy that's something we don't talk she about every day right yeah I was I told Nisha uh, the salon I worked at before I worked her with her I was the only one that did African-American hair ethnic hair mm. like they, they would all act like they didn't know what to do and it's not hard and I mean 
they didn't even want to take up my advice. Mm-hmm. I would just have to do it, which was fine, you know. But now that I'm not there, I wonder, you know, where are those plans going? Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Wow, that's that's an amazing journey for you to be able to fulfill that role, you know? yeah. and that's awesome, you know, especially in here in Ventura County when there's not a lot of like services that allow to cater for that. That's pretty yeah. But um, yeah, I think we're reaching the point of the podcast. I'm sure you have something going on. But um, I just wanted to finish it off. You know, like I already asked you guys what you guys were looking forward to. Um, with that being said, like, is there anything that you guys want to add to this podcast? Just follow us, Simplicity uh-huh. 805. Um, look online for our events. Post a lot of our events on an event, right? Mm-hmm. Um, have a question, you can hit us up on Instagram. Okay. Thank you for having us. Of course. You guys are amazing. Uh, you guys. Rosa, watch my videos. I yes. have painted by Rosa. Yes. Watch our videos, guys. Yes. Yeah. Samara, anything you want to add on? Uh, no. I just want to thank you guys for coming on here. And I really do, genuinely, after hearing your story and everything, I really do mm-hmm. appreciate what you're doing as a brand, as a company. It really means a lot. And you, as a new artist, like, for you to step over that boundary to do that, like, that... I already have a lot of respect for you and just meeting you right now and yeah. just getting to know that you pushed yourself enough to do that. It's, so that it wasn't easy. <laughs> it's, it's very interesting. Not interesting, but um, I would say inspiring in a way to see and hear from other people doing hard work outside of like you know what you usually see, which is why I was curious to have you guys on Bob as well. You know? So I want to share that. But yeah, guys, I think that is it for the podcast. Yes, look forward to the next um, episode of this series. So we'll see you guys. Yeah, so about like my hair, um, what would you suggest? Like, I, I, I want to try something new now. Now that I'm like around creative people, like, can, what, what, what can I do? I told you I want to do something silver-ish, you know, but like I feel like I've, I've already done that. Maybe a haircut style? I mean, I have a barber, you know, it always gives me like nice uh, tape, uh, fades and everything like that, lineups and everything, but like color-wise or even like, you know, taking care of my hair, what can I do? Or I you know something new maybe that maybe we can get braids. <laughs>
break. <laughs> hmm. Let me put this on. Try flats. Have fun with it while you still have hair in your head. Yeah. I think I'll have a. My dad still has hair. So. Yeah, he's like four, almost, almost past fifty, and he still has hair. Yes, so I think I'll have hair for a long. No, time. I'm not mad. Was before you buzz it, like oh. before you cut it all off. Oh, I'm not gonna cut it. Oh, okay. No, good, good. I like my hair. Yeah, try, to some, <laughs> try to put some plaits in your hair, or even like a cute, uh, you know, a man friendly cornrow style. Yeah. Okay. The urban looks are in. Um, as far as the color goes, um, it's a good season right now for reds. Reds. Different red variations. Yeah. yeah. Poppers. Okay, that's definitely some stuff. Um, I mean, what are some other things that you guys have to offer at your salon? That because I feel like, as we were talking about earlier, there's pretty much a a number, a pick your number on the wall, and that's yeah. what you're gonna uh-huh. get. So what what do you guys have to offer that definitely like sets you guys apart from everybody else around here? For men, we do a lot of curly hair perms. Curly hair. Oh, my yeah. little brother is looking for that. See, yeah. A lot he, of he, men have naturally straight hair. Yeah, yeah. They want the curly look, uh-huh. so you can throw it out. And uh-huh. Oh, I'll refer him to you guys. Yes, find yeah. my way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we also offer skincare from Easy. Skincare. Skincare is super important now. Oh, that's right. You guys do, yes. uh, you have you have estheticians as well, right? I remember yes. I saw that little room that you were building right there. We call her a Dr. Stella. <laughs> and she's amazing. I almost fell asleep when she was rubbing my face. It was so good. Is that why you look so relaxed right now? Like, um, the, no. whole, the whole video? <laughs> she's just very relaxed. I got it. At the back of her mind, like, I'm handling the <laughs> I love it. And I love how it mat- the headphones matched your. Uh, I love yeah. it too. I, I didn't even know that. I was like, yeah. dude, did she do that on purpose? Yeah. Who told her that we have headphones? <laughs> Okay, cool, cool. Um, other than that, um, I know we extended it, but like any other work that you guys want to like extend out to the office or the meeting, anybody listening? I think a lot of people don't really pay as much attention to the skincare as they do their hair. Mm. The skin is so oh. equally important. Especially yes. for men. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Mm. With that. Preach, say it for the people in the back row. <laughs> <laughs> we can even do things like a proper skin treatment. So uh-huh. we have freckles. We can make you freckleless. Oh. Chemical pills. Oh, Chemical pills can remove your freckles off your face. Hmm. Yeah. I don't have freckles. Yeah, though. I love freckles. I think freckles are uh-huh. beautiful. But we have a couple women that come in that don't like their freckles. So they come and get chemical pills oh. to remove their freckles. This is, so, like, this is a one-stop pills. shop right here. <laughs> Literally. Totally. <laughs> like pills that they take and it makes it. No, a chemical peel. Oh, like a face peel. mask kind of thing. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just gonna go right now. <laughs> yeah, man, right? <laughs> so it's okay. a process. They think it's usually three to four treatments, but when I see them in their fourth, fourth round, it's like no freckles. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. I love, personally, I love freckles. The last time I got my facial was in Philippines, and I hated it. 
Really? I think just uh, taking out the blackhead. I feel like the extraction. Yeah. Um, yeah. And on but top. it's so good for you. It's pain. Yes. That's true, but like, does it, it have to be so that painful? <laughs> yes. yes, it, it does. So you want those black paints gone? You want flawless skin? It's gonna take. But, but a is there a less painful of... way? Like to be honest, like, I, maybe, my maybe face she is was just a little red. Yeah. And when it was Philippines, you know, obviously we pay at a cheaper price yeah. for it, especially with the rates in there. But with that, it's like I don't know what to expect. Did you get the pre-treatment where I they? Lay there and they steamed your face steam your for about, oh yeah they steamed it about 15 minutes yes and then I've, i think it's just because i'm naturally sensitive i feel like when people get too close to my face i just kind of want to punch people and that's exactly <laughs> what i want to do to a girl i was okay. like yo, yo if, if you don't stop right now i'm gonna <laughs> that's what i was thinking to myself but like yeah okay um yeah that that was my experience We'll have a better one at Simplicity. Yes. Oh, interesting. The one stop shop. Y'all heard it all he, right yeah. here. They laid out the whole menu. For sure. Right for here. Sure. Okay, cool. It was cool. A little extension. But other than that, uh, yeah. Thanks for adding that on.